The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, all Sun Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The 2019 NFL Scouting Combine is over, and rumors are swirling. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a Josh Rosen truther. And with me, as always, is AJ Kyler faked his height Marchese. Retweet. He, he wore pumps. No, no one looked at his shoes. They're high heels. I don't know how he did he it, but it. he definitely did it. Uh, today is a special day, as we are doing our annual post-NFL Combine mock draft. So lower your expectations for this episode. <laughs> Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville, maybe. Looking for a net or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. I'd like to take a second to tell you all about our new friends from TickSplits, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TickSplits, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TickSplits.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code ARMCHAIR. Tick splits, guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. The combine has come and gone. There were forties. There were fake heights. There were rumors. Many of things have happened. Uh, take everything with a grain of salt. I still don't believe Kyler Murray's going number one. I believe Josh Rosen's the quarterback. This is now a one-man show. I'm like Rich Eisen on a uh, one-man radio show here. I, I thought you were monologuing That's here. Like, no, 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 no. I kind of was. It felt good. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think we, we should get we should uh, split the pot up and each have just... Uh, Half an hour yeah, each? I'm just talking. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, post-combine NFL pod mock draft is here. Uh, our regular listeners will know this is a <laughs> shit show, generally. Yeah, I'm, I'm not prepared. Um... And we set the bar pretty high last time, so I can't even name thirty-two prospects. Um. Anyway, uh, it'll <laughs> go back and forth. AJ will start. Thanks to our professional coin flipper Chris Matsukas, who uh, flipped a coin. AJ got the number one pick for the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, wasn't happy. Um, yeah. Tried to trade out, and uh, we'll just uh, we'll do our best. So, with that, the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. All right, buddy, you you hit it. I am not buying into the whole Kyler Murray number one done deal thing. This or like I know it wasn't Cliff Kingsbury there last year, but they still drafted like Steve Kime. They drafted uh, Josh Rosen. Like none of this is making sense. Uh, the Kyler Murray stuff from Charlie Casterly about his uh, his work ethic, his board work, all that came out the other day, and I'm not fully buying that either. Just a rumor mill is churning around this one dude. I'm uh, I'm not going to believe Kyler Murray's an Arizona Cardinal until I see Josh Rosen be traded or Kyler's holding a Cardinals jersey on the last Thursday in April. So with that, I'm just going to go with, uh, I guess not the best player on my board, but who I think they're going to take, Nick Bosa, defensive end, edge. Ohio State. I'm sorry. I know I know it makes him for a worse, more difficult mock. Only for, only for the next pick. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. And I, uh, yeah, I, I do. I, I, I think they can't go wrong going Bosa or Big Q. No, but no, Edge is more sought after than interior defensive line. I, th- 
I would I would go with Quinn. I do think though. I do think there's more likely if if they wanted to double down, there there or even in the third round, there's more likely to be a interior guy there than yes. a guy that can play right away. Absolutely. So yeah. I, at the same time, I do think if they go Bosa one, they're like looking for offensive talent with the next two picks anyway. But yeah, I think they can't go wrong b- b- between the two. No, me, me neither. And Nick, Nick Bosa is going to plug and play opposite Chandler Jones. The, he, and that's that's a dynamic yeah, duo. Obviously, there. Chandler Jones one of the best pass rushers in the league. Bosa's got some of the most violent hands you'll ever see. He's a leverage monster. He's double-digit sack guy. He's as good a run defender as he is pass rusher. Yeah. He injects a lot of attitude in your defense, too. Uh, okay. Yep. With the 49ers pick, obviously Nick Bosa is totally their guy. There's rumors that they would trade up a pick to just draft Nick Bosa if they could. Mm-hmm. Um, I Obviously, they can't take Quinn Williams because they can't just keep taking interior defensive linemen. Can't they, though? No, because Solomon Thomas is already not playing in the right position. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so with that, I'm going to take a guy who we might be higher on, or maybe just me, than the NFL is currently. I'm going to take Uh-oh. Florida State pass rusher Brian Burns. Okay. I think it makes sense. I, I like Burns more than I like Josh Allen. But, like, Josh Allen seems like the dude, but who knows? I just – I don't – I think Burns is the second best edge rusher in this class. Not by, like, a massive, massive margin, but I think he's the dude. And he proved it at the combine. Obviously, he got up to 250. His athletic testing was insane. I, I think yeah. he's got more upside than Josh Allen, who – is not nearly as athletic a pass rusher or even as polished a pass rusher as Brian Burns is. And, like, obviously, I still think Josh Allen's uh, one of the – he's going to be a first-round pick. I just don't think he's this, like, top – like, I saw someone say, it's Bosa, Quinn Williams, Josh Allen. Those are the three best, like, as if Josh Allen's on the same level as Bosa and Q. And I I think that's that's off. I don't think that's true. Had a solid combine. It worked out with the uh, linebackers. For yeah, some no, and he looked good and everything. And I, I like, I, I think he's, yeah. uh, like, probably a, gonna be a top ten player on my board when it's yeah. all said and done. But I just, I, I think Burns is much more upside and better right now. His his combine got underrated too. I think. Dude, Bur- Burns, by like the, the yeah, yeah, by the big yeah, because just because Sweats was so incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it's weird to say, but it's almost like the Niners are in a bad position at number two, at least if they don't get Bosa. Yeah, and I, I like the idea of putting – so you draft Burns, and I think then you can kick Solomon Thomas inside more frequently they, at least, which is where he should be yeah. playing as a three-tack. Absolutely. And I think DeForest yeah. Buckner's got the versatility to play as a one-tack or literally anywhere because he's a freak. And then I guess Eric Armstead and Cassius Marsh on the other edge. <laughs> like, yeah, because like for the Niners – like they 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 could look at trading down, but it's not like their roster's a like one that needs whole um, players everywhere. Like they have a bunch of holes, right? They kind of just need that one dude to put them over, and could be both. And like they need it maybe on the back end of the defense, but there's no one worth the pick here. You know what I mean? It's just a, just a bad spot for the Niners, to be honest. If it's not uh, Bosa, if it is Bosa going first, I should say. Anyways, the Jets are on the clock. Number three. Um, I, like they're not desperate for that Quentin Williams spot, but I, why would you pass him up, Rob? I agree. I, I agree, especially because he. I mean, Greg, so Greg Williams is taking over as defensive coordinator. Yeah. Obviously, they have Leonard Williams, but if you, I mean, Williams and Williams, that's a force to be reckoned with. I don't know. Like I, Quentin Williams is as can't miss in this class as there is, and he's also arguably the best prospect in the class. Yeah, I think they just gotta get go go get good football players. They do have holes, but like you can never have enough good talented uh, defensive linemen. So I'm I'm just gonna draft Quentin Williams into your defensive lineman, Alabama. Oh, I like this party. Defensive lineman after defensive lineman. Yeah, I thought we were only doing defensive lineman. <laughs> we, we could. Um, but it's gonna but, sound but like yeah, it. you're right. They need a guy who's gonna hit and also be a difference maker in the locker room, where they're gonna have a head coach who's gonna not be good in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, um, um, and like the trio of uh, Williams, Williams, and Nathan Shepard is pretty interesting. Uh, but the the issue is like there's there's obvi- uh, they're switching to a four man front, right? Yeah, I know. But like, so like at least you have those three. I, I 
I, I do <laughs> think um, low-key um, Leonard Williams can play a bit of edge. I'll say it. I, I, I agree. And, like, Shepard the length has the length for it. And, like, just because they don't have much in terms of edge rusher on that roster, like, their, their best mm. edge rusher is Jordan Jenkins. And, like, after that, it's bad. Yeah. I do think that'd be an interesting look. Like the Ross, yeah, for sure. Like the Ross right now has got the flexibility to move to a four three. Like no studs, so they might as well just keep getting good front seven players. Yeah. All right, Raiders are on the clock. Um, obviously, I the the two things I think they're looking at are the, this high an edge, obviously to replace Cleo Mack. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sick. Uh, or John Gruden's gonna be so in love with DK Metcalf he can't pass him up. Yeah, the the Gus Val Davis will position. The thing that I am interested in is if they are tra- they, they. I mean, there's rumors that they're going to be the team that lands Antonio Brown. Um, yeah. I I think if they did that, they wouldn't take DK Metcalf here. No, and I I'm leaning towards the idea that they will end up with uh, Antonio Brown. So for that reason, I right. uh, I'm going to go edge and I'm going to take Josh Allen, the Kentucky pass rusher here. All right, I think that makes sense. I mean, they should have traded Luke Mack in the first place. Oh, de- most definitely. Um, here we and are. I think, I think is like I, I like I said earlier. I'm not as high on uh, Allen as some folk are, but he's yep. still one of the best pass rushers in this class. I, to me, he's um, probably the third. Yeah, the third best on the edge, um, mm-hmm. and he's got that potential to be a absolute game changer if he can reach it like his he's got the length he's got the explosiveness um he uses yeah. his hands fairly well at times he's got Ben. like he's kind of got everything he's just got to be more consistent he took a huge leap from his junior to senior year i do think he's got like some potential danielle hunter type of edge rush ability to unlock at the next level the raiders like i, I don't know what direction they're trying to go in at all they took some weird risks in the draft last year so maybe they're going to try and go to get dudes that they know are going to be safer dudes this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just go get good ball players. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but uh, I don't think that's a bad choice, and uh, I don't. And I think that's pretty realistic. All right, Buccaneers on the, Bucks clock. Are on the clock. Yeah, um, they just uh, signed Donovan Smith. Great. Three years. Yeah. Um, that means Quan Alexander is probably walking out the door. Because there's rumors you you told we were talking about before the show that he's about to get paid a lot of money, uh, good football player but getting overpaid probably. Um, their linebacker core is kind of bare outside of Lamonte David now. There's rumors they absolutely love Devin White. I wouldn't do it, but it seems like it's going to happen, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I mean? no, I, I I definitely agree, especially if there's combine, and he's the type of athletic linebacker they've had a tendency to draft. Yeah, um, it is too like he is my number one linebacker, but that is great. First of all, that's great. I'm not huge into taking linebackers that early unless it's a yeah. guy like people are saying Devin White's on Roquan Smith level. He's not. Yeah. Roquan Smith had rare instincts and coverage ability. Those are the things Devin White struggles with. Like, yeah. and I mean, like, yeah, the board hasn't like they're also kind of in a bad spot. Like, oh, did most definitely because like. They could go a lot of directions, but sure. no matter like, what, it's almost they're, they're taking a guy um, that's not worth where the pick is. Yeah, exactly. Like, they need more DB help, but we've seen them spend a lot of draft capital there in the last two years, and there's no one worth the pick. Yeah. Um, could they add another great defensive lineman to their defensive line? I would do that, but now there's no one worth the pick either, right? Yeah, you'd, be, you'd still be overdrafting if you were to go that direction. Exactly. They pay, they just paid Donovan Smith. So I yeah I would have I would have like paid Quan Alexander over Donovan Smith and drafted a tackle. Jonah Williams, pretty much. Is or or Jawan yeah. Taylor or Cody Ford. I know. I agree. I think they went the wrong route. I I, do, I agree with you. Uh, so for the mock, not the right choice, but I'll, I'll take Devin White. Yeah. Um, who who's got tons of potential? It's just he's going to take a while to develop. He's also still pretty new to playing linebackers. He played running back in high school, right? Yeah. Um, Play both, but yeah, he was like no, like he arrived as a running back though. I mean, yeah. Um, yep. All right, Giants are on the clock at six. No quarterbacks have been taken. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Dave Gettleman seems insane though, so yeah, I don't know what's real. going on there. Like everything that. So the rumor is he doesn't want a quarterback. Yeah, which 
Okay. But then he said all stuff right. about like bombs go off and we're all dead and live in the moment. I don't know, but I do think if they're picking six and Dwayne Haskins is still on the board, who's a really nice fit, in my opinion, for Pat Shermer's offense. It, it just it looks perfect. It looks perfect. And, and I, I have Kyler Murray above Dwayne Haskins, but Dwayne Haskins is just a really perfect fit for the Giants. Um, yep, he looks like a great Shermer fit. Um, he's going to fit the city. He originally was from the area. Yeah, so I'm going to take Dwayne. Um, who's, I think that's the right yeah, choice. Yeah, who's... Got high football IQ, really nice pre-snap ability, um, really yeah. great. Uh, gets the ball quick. Um, I think I think he's very accurate on the uh, underneath stuff, which is Pat Shermer's bread and butter for his offense. Like he's just yeah. a very good fit, and you give him weapons like Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Odell Beckham, Saquon Barkley. He he's in good shape that way. And like, even if they play Eli this year, which it would be dumb. Like at, at least it gives another year for them to keep building that offensive line for Haskins, you know? Exactly. Because I mean? that's the one bad thing about the fit is that the offensive line is not yeah, the greatest, obviously, like, and Haskins <laughs> is going to struggle behind a bad offensive yeah, line. Yeah, but I mean, like Ohio State's offensive line played pretty shit this year. Anyways, if they're so, not going Haskins here, uh, to me, it's got to be Jawan Taylor or Cody Ford, right? Or jo- or, or Jonah Williams. Or Jonah. Yeah. Any of them to stick them at right tackle. Yeah. All right, Jags are on the clock at number seven. Um, so they're a weird team to draft for. Obviously, need a quarterback. Likely getting Nick Foles. That's the issue, right? Like I would love to. Like if I were them, I would love to have Kyler Murray. But uh, likely Nick Foles is the, the landing spot or the guy for them. I I think if I were the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I am by the way, I'm them incarnate. Uh, I, I got to go get a offensive lineman. Who I would take, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to sit on Juwan Taylor. Keep him in stay rough. Ooh, yeah. It, like I, I would go Jonah Williams over. I just feel like their power kind of. I was going to say the idea of him and Cam and Robinson. Cam Robinson. I want to come back healthy. Yeah, mauling on the on the edge. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. I think just for their scheme. I still think Cam Robinson's Perry, a guard though. He might, he might be. Um, but yeah, between the two of them, I guess you can even play Taylor at left. Move Robinson at right if you really don't trust him. But it, like we, it said, doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and uh, Joe Thomas was talking about how on, on the combine broadcast how difficult it actually is to switch from side to side. Yeah, and it takes yeah. like three months for you to actually get comfortable doing it. So I do think, and, and because it, right tackle is as basically as important as left tackle these days. Like if you do this, you're kicking, you're you're keeping Taylor at right tackle. And full yep. success in Philly, if you're banking on him as your QB, um, which I'm assuming they are, especially with the connection to Flip, um, it yep. came with great offensive line play and uh, great play calling. And so, yep. and like so, it's a I don't know I it'll be interesting to see how that whole offense comes together. For sure, I mean, and if they go the Foles direction, it clearly means they think they're going for another Super Bowl run. And like, what other position do they need to? Like, what other player, really, is going to be impactful enough to, like, help them get back to the playoffs this year? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And, obviously, Taylor uh, fills a big hole. Um, okay. Detroit Lions are on the clock. Bob Quinn's in charge. He probably wants to take more offensive linemen. <laughs> I'm, uh, hopefully they don't let him. There's two ways to go here for the Detroit Lions. Both are defensive linemen. Uh, on yep. one hand, you've, you need an edge rusher. Ziggy Ansah's yep. gone. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming they're not going to pay him. Um, I don't think so. And on, on the other, Ed Oliver's still on the board. He's a freak of nature. Imagine sticking him and Sax Harrison as your interior defensive. Like, that <laughs> is, like, the perfect contrast. I know, for real. That'd be so much fun. I don't think they're going to do it, though. And the other hand, Montez Sweat, who I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's worth the eighth overall pick right now. But... After that combine and how big he is, and I do like Montez Sweat. I th- I, I think he's mm-hmm. a first round talent. I know some people don't. Um, I I I feel it's hard for Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia to not want to go with the edge guy in Sweat. Um, you've I I think you can pencil Sweat in almost yeah. this pick if he doesn't go higher. So that's I I, I as much as I want to take at Oliver, who's the third best player on my board. I, the the crime for Ed Oliver is gonna be teams. 
either don't need him, that mm-hmm. player, because of another need, or they'll just be stupid. Um, so that's why yeah. I land on Montez Sweat. I I think I think it's gonna happen. To be honest, I just seems like the dude that like the team that's gonna overdraft him a bit, and because the athleticism and just the the fit. Like I don't know if it's gonna be the right pick, but it just seems like it's gonna happen. Um, what if I told you my comp for Montez Sweat is Ziggy Ansah? I, I wouldn't be surprised because it feels like the same yeah, same thing. idea. He's he's more polished yeah. than Ansa though coming out. I don't think he has quite the ceiling as Ansa though coming out. He's definitely more polished. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills uh, on the clock. The Billy Goats, man. They can still go in a ton of different directions. I got um, two guys in mind, and I hope one of them is yours. But like both of them is because I'm like, just I don't I don't know if they'll do it, but it'd be cool. Like. I don't think they do at O, but I, think I don't know. Cool. I've heard rumors. I've heard some rumors about McDermott's obsession with him. Yeah, but they have Star game paid four hundred dollars, yeah, four hundred million dollars a year. As their shitty one tech, they need a three tech. <laughs> I know. I think like if I'm really looking at it, the three dudes I look at is Ed, Jonah Williams, and DK yeah. Metcalf. Bam, bam, bam! All three. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna pick all three. Like, why not? Um, if if I were the Buffalo Bills, I would take Ed Oliver, but I'm not. Uh, like at, the same, at the, the same time, I, I I would too. But at the same time, I would also understand the logic that their defense has been good because of like yeah. it's going to be good either way, kind of idea. And you trust Sean McDermott to and, uh, keep keep them good. Yeah, and, and they're they need if the, they got to buy into Josh Allen, so I get why they wouldn't. Yes, I I, I totally agree. Um. That offensive line spot is kind con- like I I would take I would go Ed I would and then I would go to my tackle I'm I think they're going to pick DK Metcalf I do too I know I don't <laughs> I wouldn't I would like I said I would go Ed and then uh, Jonah or whoever or Cody Ford whoever you like more um, <clears throat> but they're going to take DK Metcalf who he's gonna him and Josh Allen sounds like a lot of fun it does it sounds like a lot of fun so I'm in on it and I, I have uh, like DK Metcalf's top 10 on my board before the combine so I'm okay with it it's it, like it's it's a really it's gonna be a really fun duo if they can get it going yeah, DK Metcalf has a chance to be one of the most dominant deep threats in the league and yeah we know Josh Allen could throw it from any point of the field to any other point exactly. of the field alright Broncos are on the clock they traded for Joe Flacco they, they probably we've talked about. It. They probably think they're going to contend, but also rebuild at the same time. So they're they yeah. they're going to go ahead. They, I mean, they probably also believe too much in uh, Mike Munchak being able to turn the offensive line around without talent. Probably, yeah. To me, they they'd be looking at um, Jonah Williams, Cody Ford. Yep. But John Elway saw the Great White Hope. He saw him at the Senior Bowl. And he saw him at the Combine. How tall is that man? Is he is he six four? Does he have a rocket of an arm? Does he lack lower body mechanics and accuracy? Yes, he does. That's Drew Locke of Missouri. Yeah. Okay. This this is seemed like the pick for what was it now? Three months? Four months? Yeah. Drew Drew gonna look good in the Broncos jersey. I will say that. Yeah, orange will look good. Um, on him. Uh, I think this would be the wrong pick. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, but it seems likely. So. Yeah. I'm, God, Kyler hasn't even gone yet. And Drew Locke has who? So that that short stack? Yeah, I don't know about him. <laughs> yeah, John Elway's uh, too obsessed with height. Yeah, and like him and Gettleman. Like I said, old school. They yeah, they should get a offensive lineman, but uh, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. What a, what a quarterback room that would be though between Case, uh, Joe, well, and Old Drew. Get rid of Case. Do they though? Yeah, and then uh, draft uh, Tyree Jackson on leader. Oh wait, there's a flaw there. He might be tall enough, but there's something else wrong for John Elway. What? Uh, yeah, altitude. He doesn't like it. Gardner Minshew's too short. It's going to be tough. They'll probably have to get Jared Stidham. Yeah, probably. Cincinnati Bengals. They're on the clock at number 11. Uh, they're a weird team right now. They, <laughs> Zach Taylor's Do they have in. any identity? Uh, we don't know. No, I don't think they do. Um, they have some football players, though. They have some good I'll, football players. Like, the, the roster... I will say this. Of, of the top 11 teams, they have one of the most talented rosters. But yeah, they also... I would say that, and especially on the... Have a yeah. lot of questions on that staff. And the, they, in general, you, you kind of just don't know what they're going to do with this pick. 
You, you have no idea. Yeah. I know. I you kind of have an idea with every other spot prior to this pick. Yeah, because like you've seen mocks with like no offense, but like I don't, I don't think they do it. Um, they could just go BPA. I I think the, the real big hole on the, on the team is offensive line. I mean, Kyler Murray's. I, I love that landing spot for him, and he's still sitting out there. But I, I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger. I think I'm going to go off the line. Uh, the question is, who would they like the most, though? I mean, I'm going to draft Jonah Williams here for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that's the right pick. I think I, it's the right I like pick. Cody they 14, might. I, I know. They might prefer Like Cody. I'm okay with uh, either, though. Yeah, no, no. They, I don't think they can go wrong between the two of them. The offensive line's also improving. Uh, and, like, it, to the point where if they yeah. add a guy at Ford or Williams, like, and you've got you've got Cordy Glenn, if he stays healthy, you've got Clint Bowling, you've got Billy Price, and then you add another tackle, it's almost like you're only worried about that one other guard spot. Yep, for sure. I mean, I think, like, the one um, reason they would go Jonah over, uh, over Cody Ford is the compliment – to Cordy Glenn, right? Yeah. Jonah compliments him better than who Cody you, who, does. But, I mean, not like he's putting, a bad football player. Are you putting Jonah on the right side then? I guess. I mean, like like you said, well, I would prefer Cordy on the right I would, side. I would, really I would, I would, I would, but either way, one of them has to learn how to play on the right side now that I've... Uh, yeah. um, did, did Cordy play any right side at Georgia? I can't remember. I feel like no, he did. I don't think so. Okay, but also I can't I like remember that Glenn. was a while ago. I know it's, it's a long funny. Time. I my like Cody, Cody Ford comp is Cody Glenn. I think that's a good comp. That's why I, I think go to a different dude, and it doesn't really matter what side they play nowadays. Yeah. Okay. Green Bay Packers are on the clock, uh, picking twelfth. Unfortunately for them, um, weird spot. They need an edge rusher, but Jakai Pulley fucked up, so it's not going to be him. It would have been him, but it's not going to be him now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then other than that, like they they have holes, but they don't have holes. I think going pass catcher in some capacity is probably their best call here. They need they have to keep helping out Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. right? And they have their running back. If their offensive line's healthy, it's in good shape. Um, yep. I do like the come up of their young receivers opposite Devontae Adams. Like I like Equinemius St. Brown a lot. I think Marquez Valdez Scantling showed some stuff. Um so yeah. I don't think going receiver at twelve is the right call. Uh especially because I feel like it'd be an overdraft. So you're just gonna go ahead and get the best tight end in the draft who's one of the safest prospects in the draft and take TJ Hawkinson, the Iowa tight end. I I agree, but they would have a big decision between Hawkinson and Fan. The thing that separates it for me is Jimmy Graham is on that team. And with Jimmy Graham, yeah. you can like he's gonna be not in line all the time versus like yeah. Fant is closer to Jimmy Graham than Hawkinson is, Absolutely. right? And the same similar role. And yeah. I think with Hawkinson, um, that gives you a true in line guy forever. Even though I do think Noah Fant is a, a much better blocker than Jimmy Graham. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I think. I think just the little bit of help that Hawkinson's going to give over Noah Fant in blocking means a lot for this Packers yeah. team. So I, uh, I, I, I would, I would agree to take a Hawk over Fant for the Packers. Yeah. All right, the Dolphins are still on the board. Kyler Murray's still sitting there. Do, do you like the fit? Oh yeah, the, they wouldn't the not team. Take them, I don't think. I don't know if they're... Do you think they like him a lot? I would definitely take Kyler Murray. I just... I, I think for O'Sh- O'Shea and Flores, the combination of it makes a lot of sense for Kyler to, to be a Dolphin. All right. I'll take Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm not sure if Also, where else would you have gone, though? I have no idea. <laughs> I think, I think like, if, if I was the Dolphins, I'm running up to the podium to take yeah. Kyler Murray, but I, I don't... I don't know. I like the... Like, I think he's going to look in that... Look good in the Aquamarine blue, but... I don't know if I don't know how much they're gonna like him. Anyways, I know this pick too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, no, you don't. They uh, they did something that changes that. I'm not worried. Okay, let's talk through it. Let's go. Let's no, hear. They it. didn't actually. Not, not really. really. No, they only, they, they they only tagged him. Yeah. Well, the, the, I, even if they sent him a long term contract, I don't think Dan Quinn can stop himself. I. It's gonna be. It's so much fun. Like. 
I don't want it to happen because I want Ed Oliver. Yeah. And I don't want to see Ed Oliver is perfect for Dan Quinn. But they have Grady Jarrett. And they, they, they're bringing him back on the tag. But I do think if Ed Oliver's here, um, the con- How can you say yeah, that? Yeah. Um, like, because Quinn is obsessed with defensive linemen. It used to be his old. Uh, so that's his position. And I coaching. think Dimitrov is more of a. Like, Dimitrov's one of the, to me one of the best GMs in football. I respect him I think, a lot more than a lot of other GMs. Me, I love Thomas Dimitrov. I, I don't know if he's one of the, like he's one of the best, yeah. But like, I just I think he's just he's so he's willing to do things differently. And yeah, and I think that's part of why they would land on like he would be okay yeah. taking Ed Oliver despite the size questions that some other teams might have because he understands yeah. he's one of the three best players in the draft. Um, the only thing working against that would be that they have Grady Jarrett already. Um, yeah. And they kind of need to find an edge opposite Tack McKinley because I don't think Vic Beasley's the guy. But I would rather take the potential all-pro interior guy over the over slightly overdrafting Cleo and Farrell. Yep. I, I and uh, I do think Oliver can also play. Like, if you wanted to, you could put Oliver t- to get the engine to not on the field too on pass or on rundowns. You could play Oliver on yep. the edge potentially. I think the versatility and yep. athleticism is too much for them not to take. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Washington's on the clock. Uh, I mean, they need a quarterback, but but they're going to trade for Ryan Tannehill probably. <laughs> probably. No, like that's um, for real though. Now I know. But I mean, like, they, you still need a quarterback. <laughs> like, if you have Ryan Tannehill. I don't know why, but your option is trade for Ryan Tannehill and then draft the next Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, but that's probably what they'll do. Um, no Alabama players are worth this pick, so I don't know what they're going to do here. Um, I don't know. Like, Washington's kind of a weird spot. I, I think this is the first one where I kind of need help, Rob. Uh, I think. Can I phone a, can I phone a friend? Yeah, call Dan Snyder. Ask him. Okay. Yeah, he's a close personal friend of mine. Yeah, a lot of the same uh, views on the world. And yeah, line up. we do. <laughs> um, yeah, I think with Washington, they like there's not really their like, roster's the, weird it, to me. There, Sorry, there's not like a receiver here that, that is probably worth the pick. Um, yeah, I I think like their defensive line in general is fine. Like that's not somewhere they're Absolutely, looking at all. Yeah. Um, I don't think Cleland Farrell's a guy who's going to stand up and play, yeah, Gage, like yeah. the way that they Three, need four. you to with him. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think he's a great fit either. And Jack Ipolite, again, threw stock away. Um, yep. So that's kind of out of the question. Um, and then, see, it depends how they attack for agency. Like, are they going to bring HaHa Clinton Dix back? Are they going to yeah, move on from Josh Norman? Like, there's a lot of things that are up in the air with that team. Um, I think a kind of a low-key one would be Garrett Bradbury. Um, to replace Ch- Chase Rullier. To really replace him, Chase Rullier is not very good. To replace Chase Rullier, yeah. yeah. But, like, then that gives you a very interesting offensive line. Um, I think it would be a great offensive line. But yeah. yeah. Um, but they could also go corner. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take a corner to yeah, so they can move like- on from Josh Norman. Also, like, I, I know they don't have that much a receiver, but, like, I, I don't – they can wait on that position, right? I also don't think they would take Nikhil Harry. Just from the no, just from the Josh Dawson experience, I don't think they're the same guy, but I feel like that experience yeah. would scare them off from him. And similarly, uh, the Noah fan. Like, I feel like Jordan Reed might – he's still there and might spook him off of that a bit too, right? Wait, Jordan Reed's a good football player. Why would that scare them from taking Noah fan? The, the injury stuff. Well, no offense. No, I don't think that's the same. Well, like, uh, have you seen Fant mocked here? I have. Wait, I'm, I'm saying that Noah Fant doesn't have injury concerns, and that's not the same. But. I know, but, like, the worries about Reed and he could be healthy, I, I don't know. If I would just say I want to make that pick. Okay. Would you? Take Noah Fant here? Yeah. Well, if I needed a pass catcher, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I, I'm saying they wouldn't take Nikhil Harry because he's got the separation questions that Josh Doxson had, and that's the reason Josh Doxson didn't work out. I'm not saying because they have Josh Doxson they shouldn't take Nikhil Harry. 
I know. So then, but, but then why? That, where are you inventing Noah fan injury concerns from that are like Jordan Reed's? I'm not. I'm just saying Reed is a similar dude, and he's had the injuries. I don't. I, maybe that would scare them off. I don't know. I don't think you can assume a guy's going to be injured. That's I'm not. I'm just saying. Okay, never mind. You, never mind. Don't worry about it. I still don't know where the fuck to go here. They're they're such. They've done such a weird job of building their team. And like. Who would you take, Rob? Just help me out here. If I were the GM? Yeah. Uh, probably Garrett Bradbury. I don't hate that. Like, We saw what happened with their uh, their off the line last year when the injuries started happening, speaking more of injuries. Um, other than that, like, I could see them Murphy? taking Greedy Williams. Yeah, I could see that too. I don't think they'd take Byron like, Murphy. They're too dumb. Yeah, I can see them like liking the length of greedy and like they obviously need help at that spot. Well, they only if they move on from Josh Norman. Otherwise, like Quentin Dunbar's very good, and they yeah. have Fabian Morrow, who I'm assuming they're not ready to give up on. Morrow's almost kind of similar to greedy, the length and speed type of dude. Unpolished. Uh, all right, let's take greedy. Screw it. I I think they're. Even if they are, I, th- I don't know, Norman's, what, 30 now, right? Like, why, why are they going to hold on to it for so long? Okay, Panthers are on the clock. I'm looking at two spots, offensive tackle or edge. Um, yeah. Taylor Moten's the right tackle. They're happy with that. Their left tackle is still yep. Matt Khalil, and I think because they can't really give up on him because of how much money they've invested in him, which sucks <laughs> yeah. because they should take, Cody Ford or even Andre Dillard here, um, yeah. they're going to end up taking uh, Clone Farrell, who fits the mold of their the edges they like. Big, uh, really good against the run, athletic, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he's a really nice fit for them, even though he lacks some bend, and I don't know if he'll be like a consistent double-digit sack guy, but I think he is a very strong fit for them. Um, he's got the geographic connection, too. That's how we mock Jeff generally. Yeah, so I'm looking at an Ohio State player for uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, so or an Akron Zip. What were you saying, sorry? The Browns are on the clock. Oh, yeah, no. I already said that. Um, yeah, I know. Then you stop talking. I, The Browns are in a weird – another team in a weird spot. Like, they just kind of committed, not really, to Greg Robinson. I, I would be looking off the line, but – like personally, if Cody Ford's still being on the board here, I would take Cody Ford. I think Ford. they would too. They're, uh, do, do you think they would? Yeah, well, they're moving on. They're apparently going to move on from Kevin Ziedler. Yeah, we saw that come out uh, today. And that's for Austin Corbett to play. Uh, they should, probably should guard. not have drafted Austin Corbett. But hey, uh, yeah, so your guards are both Batonio no, Corbett. Your center is uh, J.C. Treader. Then you've got Greg Robinson, Chris Hubbard, and Desmond Harrison competing for your tackle spots. I would happily take Cody Ford. Yeah. Okay, let's take Cody Ford, Rob. Because, like, the, your other option is, like, Greedy's gone, and I I don't know if, the like, corner's probably another spot they're looking at, right? But yeah. I yep. don't know if they would take Byron Murphy. So, here um, we are. Oh, fuck. I wanted to take Cody Ford for the Vikings. I shouldn't have told you to do that. No, I was going to do that anyways. Because, like, I don't know. There's no other real... He also seems like a... Cleveland Brown. A Dorsey type of offensive lineman. Yeah. Obviously, he's, he went to Oklahoma last year and drafted Baker. All right. So. Vikings are on the clock. They need to go offensive line pretty much no matter what. Um, I think, like, my highest rated offensive lineman on the board right now He's Garrett Bradbury, Bradbury, but they have Pat, Pat Elfline. Like I, I think Bradbury's better, but like, I would they? I don't know if they would want to kick one of them to guard because it mm. almost takes away. Like one of the the, the probably Elfline's best trade is his football IQ. Bradbury's yeah. fantastic at, at everything, um, but obviously again his football IQ is insane too, and tackles more of a need for them right now. I think. Because uh, I think kicking Riley Reef inside is something that they should consider. Also, I I do too. I, like yeah. I think if if they like Brian O'Neill's your right tackle, Pat Elfline's your center, uh, Mike Remmers your right guard. If you kick Riley Reef into left guard, and then you draft Andre Dillard, 
No, I think that's an overdraft. But mm-hmm. his, his athleticism is spooky. And his pass protection is clean. I think yeah. he can plug and play at left tackle with a lot of upside for them. Now the question is, do they care about throwing the football? That's a good question. It's a good question indeed. But I know. I mean, I think Andre Dillard would be this a smart yeah, and I, I'm going to land on that, even though I like Bradbury yeah. better, just because I think that cleans up the offensive line better if they go tackle. Yeah. Um, the Tennessee Titans I, I are on the clock. Yeah. Uh, Titans are another team kind of built strangely. Uh I, I kind of want to take Greer Bradbury. I think here. I would too. Like, I think they would yeah. too as well, just because of the way they are run, their coaching staff is run, and See, and like I would be looking closely at Chris Lindstrom too. I uh, it's early for Chris. Like, I would trade back if that's my guy. No, yeah, for sure. I I, th- I think the the difference is like you want that center. I yeah. Of... See, like we both know that like Conklin. And um, Luan, Luan are very high-end bookend tackles. Yeah, but, but they've kind of slipped a bit in like, the unit. And the, yeah, they need a guy who can plug and play on the interior because obviously the questions come more on the interior. Um, that can yep. kind of like put the, the, the group together, which is like kind of how Quentin exactly. Nelson – like Bradbury's not the same guy Quentin Nelson was, but has that same ability have the to – similar effect, yeah. Complete <laughs> no, no line. I, I, I think Bradbury's like perfect for what they're looking for. I think so too. Like, like they have Ben Jones with like two years into a four-year contract, but uh, I don't think that would stop them from drafting Gary Bradbury. And that—that's what I'm going to do here. I—I I would like that a fit a lot, like just to kind of give them another. Yeah. Also, he doesn't he seem like a dude Vrabel. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Too. Like he checks all the boxes you know, for that team. Definitely, I think it's just a really safe pick, and again, just to bring that off to line together, because like. The distance between Luan and Conklin literally has kind of hurt them over the years. Um, Okay, Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock. My dream scenario where the three three guys I would take are all still on the board. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking at Byron Murphy, Devin Bush, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And the thing is, if it were me, I'm taking Byron Murphy. Yeah. But that doesn't really flow to what the Steelers would normally take at corner. But maybe that's why they'll do it this time. And I don't care if it's not what they'll do. I'm doing it because it makes me happy. Should be Devin Bush. You know it. (laughs) But, I mean, Byron Murphy is the guy. No, it should be Byron Murphy. It will be Devin Bush. (laughs) Okay, that's what I mean. You you do Murphy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Murphy has instincts that are rare for uh, a corner. He's technically sound as they come. He's not that big. He's not... Uh, freak athlete. He's athletic enough, but it's everything else he does so well. I think he's a Chris Harris type of corner. Um, he's, yeah, he just, you can play him inside, you can play him outside. I think this is the guy and a leader in the secondary. He was like one of the, mm-hmm. I think he was listed as one of the five best in the interview portion of the combine. And like that's, that's a, Washington's a school that just keeps churning them. Yeah, out, and right? like that secondary more than anything needs a leader right now. I think yeah. um, they've they've lacked one for a while now, and like obviously like Artie Burns ain't it. Uh, I like Mike Hilton at nickel, um, but like they all there's too many questions, and I do think you as much as I love Chauncey Gardner Johnson, you're going to be able to find mm-hmm. a starting safety on this free agent market better than you would a corner. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the issue is they're kind of boxy, but for sure. I mean, just a, they need help there. At all, you know what I mean? Anything. They yeah, can. and uh, they're going to sign C.J. Mosley, so it's okay. <laughs> you and Eric Weddle. Just rob the Ravens. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks yeah. are on the clock. They are, and uh, I- I'm not going to spoil myself here, Rob. Fool. This is your chance. I know. No, I know. I, I think this weekend kind of uh, pointed their nose into a direction of a dude that helped himself a lot. And you just mentioned his name a bunch. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from Florida. I think they, they saw him being a bit of a dog in the interviews. They've seen effort issues, but uh, really high-end play, and I think they could think they could fix that. And, and it improved a lot down the stretch. 
Yes. And he, like, recommitted um, himself to the game. Yeah. Um, obviously, they have a glaring hole with Earl Thomas leaving at safety. I think they're going to go and get a dude they think can be the next. Um, not Earl Thomas. No one's ever going to be Earl Thomas again, Rob. But dude with a similar attitude. Dude that Swag. can uh, be a bit of an yeah, asshole in the back. And uh, and then suddenly pairing him with McDougald. You got a, you got another good safety tandem. So. McDougald's one of the most underrated safeties in the league. He is. And, like, I think McDougald can be their free safety, but, like, preferably not. Obviously, yeah. yeah. But. Um, so, if it were up to you, go CJ, CGJ over Nessier Adderley? I think that's who they like more. I, I, I don't disagree. I, yeah. He's got, you know, he's a little longer. He's just got the attitude. Adderley more versatile, attitude. Too. Yeah, they both have attitude. Yeah. And the yeah. Bristilli. And if they lose Justin Coleman, then this is a potential... Yeah, CGJ can stick and play nickel and be very yeah, good exactly. at it. exactly. So, like, if they still like Tedrick Thompson for some reason and they want to move, like, not full-time, but yeah, happens, yeah, sometimes... Yeah. No, that makes free, sense. Uh, McDougal is strong and yeah, Gardner makes sense. In, at the nickel. Whereas yeah. Adderley is purely the center field type. And, like, that's what Earl was. But, but yeah, so. it's not... I get, I get the... With the context yep. of the rest of the roster. Okay, Baltimore yep. Ravens are on the clock. This pick was easier until they decided they're cutting Eric Weddle and not franchise tagging <laughs> CJ Mosley. Yeah. So I'm looking at Devin Bush, Nazir Adderley. Yeah. Or they stick and go with the original guy for me. Uh, yeah, Nikhil Harry. Who I think, I definitely think. In this spot, those those would be the three. And I, I think they still need to stick. Ooh, Darian Stewart just got cut. There's another safety on the market. Nice. Um, <laughs> so the Ravens will just sign him. Uh, yeah, Nikhil Harry's gonna be the pick. <laughs> I know there's uh there's questions about his separation and uh, overall athleticism, but I think he impressed and was better than expected at the combine with that. Um, also, his contact balance after the catch, his physicality. Um, yeah. is is really impressive. Um, he's also really good after the catch where you can give Lamar Jackson a couple throws a game yeah. that just gets the ball in Harry's hands and he can do damage to help out that passing attack. And I think that's so I, what's I, big for this fit. Yeah, I love I love the fit between just seeing uh, Harry catching balls from... Uh, yeah, and Harry's a 50-50 ball monster, so I think it's a really great fit. All right, Houston Texans on the clock. Yeah, they kind of lost out with uh, all the best offensive line dudes gone, but I, I like what other, like they have to pick offensive line. It's like offensive line or bust. No, there's one. There's like, one guy I would happily take right now uh, who can play multiple spots. Talking about Dalton Reisner. Oh, I forgot Reisner's still available. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> I forgot Reisner. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah, Reisner's a good one too. And I, they seem to kind of want flexibility because like Reisner were like they're going to try to right tackle first like they need they need help everywhere there's not a single spot on this and line they need someone with the inject attitude definitely yeah I think that's that's the pick like I also like McCoy wouldn't be out of the question for me here like a little rich for me but I, I think they need him Lindstrom wouldn't be out of the question either I, I yeah I'm going to go I just think if you're going one of those two you could probably afford to trade back to do it yeah, and you can also get like a similar, like you know, you can get another uh, interior dude later. Yeah, this like not as good, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. But and they should probably spend all their picks on offensive line, if possible. Like if like the, the you know the team is good, they made it to the playoffs. Like they just need offensive line. Desperate. Yeah, it's that, that is like one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen make it through the playoffs. It's impressive. Good for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, you know. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's, what pick are the Raiders going to make after this ad read? Or, what team to bet on this week? The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. 
They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. Okay. MyBookie. The Raiders took Josh Allen with the fourth overall pick. They're back up with the 24th overall pick. They got some holes. Uh, (laughs) Only some. (laughs) Only some. So, obviously, I made that fourth overall pick. Operating under the assumption they've taken and they've traded for Antonio Brown, yeah. And I'm going to continue to do that. So I I was considering like Calvin Harmon here potentially, but we're going to say they have Antonio Brown because I don't care too, about your too, rules. Too slow for John, anyways. Um, so I think they would be the team to take Josh Jacobs first because running back. Um, <laughs> but they they've had linebacker problems for a long time. So Devin Bush, I think, is quite possibly in the cards here too. Or they could even yeah. go to zero out early because they do need uh, a safety opposite Carl Joseph. Uh, ultimately, I think they'll land on Devin Bush with this pick because right. I think two things. They have not had a linebacker in what feels like a decade and a half. Yeah, I, for they real. Need, and they need somebody to inject attitude, physicality, just like to be a motherfucker on that, in that linebacker yeah. core because they have parts like Mo Hurst. Gary and Conley, Carl Joseph, those are parts that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And uh, then the they they take Josh Allen. If they get Devin Bush too, it's starting to it's young. It's going to take some time, but it's starting to really come together. Um, and I think Gruden's going to love Bush because he's a grinder. He is a grinder. So, that's my pick. All right, the, no, I think that's a good pick, and I I think uh, he would like Devin Bush. Eagles are on the clock. Do they get their next backup quarterback here? Ooh, that's a question that we should all be asking. Daniel Jones fits <laughs> that mold. Yeah, and it's been their most important position over the last couple of years. So no, um, the Eagles another team that's rostered kind of strange. I don't. I almost was. Uh, I think I would have taken Bush if he was here. Because we're we're assuming they're going to let Jordan. They don't have much money to play with. And Jordan Hicks might command a big deal in free agency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see, now, like, I don't think they go back to Mac. What, what do, no, do you? No. Mac That's West way too rich for me, I think. I don't think so. He apparently did poorly in interviews, too, and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really looking at this. I know um, where I would I go. Uh, I go Kelvin Harmon. I love that fit. And they're shopping Nelson Aguilar, and they don't really have anyone outside of Alshon Jeffrey other than. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that their dude, though? Like, I don't know if they. You like the fit? I, I do. Yeah, he's very. My comp on him is Alshon Jeffrey. Do they need another Alshon, though, is what I'm saying. Well, their whole passing attack operates on the idea of deep shots to 50 50 ball receivers. Yeah, when Nick Foles is slinging it, but he won't be. Um, and then check downs to Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, the other option I think you'd be looking at is a potential uh, replacement for Rodney McLeod, uh, one of the safeties. Um, yeah, I, I just because, sure. like you said, there's no linebacker. Like if if Devin Bush was here, you you fucking not hesitate to take him. Yeah, that's my pick. Uh, like Josh Jacobs is totally in in the conversation for the pick. He's their running backs are no. Bush. <laughs> yeah. Not Devin Bush, Bad Bush. Um, I th- I don't. Know. I think that's true. Like, I think it's running back, wide receiver, or the best player on defense. That that sounds Almost. correct. Who is the Who is um, the best player on defense left? I oh, you know who it is. Rashawn Gary, Mister Mister uh, Torn ACL. Oh, that's that, correct. And yeah. He'd be a really good fit. Are they willing to wait a year on him though? I don't know. And is I, interior I, defensive it, line important enough to them? Yeah, I know. I am going to get them another ball player on the back end of the defense and draft Nazir Adderley from Delaware. I like that. I think it's a nice fit. I, I I know they have a lot of players at DB and a lot of dudes who got good experience this year. I think they still need 
more help though, and like just get another good football dude and like inject some attitude and just another presence. Side note: Adam Schefter just reported that the Cardinals have not shopped Josh Rosen whatsoever. So there we go. It's all, all right. coming together we look now. Smart. Yeah, we look smart again. All right, cool. Um, I like that utterly fit. Utterly, utterly yeah. is a guy who I think. Like I don't. I don't necessarily think he's like a surefire first round pick, but he's so I'm in on him type of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a good football and- player that everyone's gonna like. Okay. The Colts are on the clock. They uh they're a weird team too. I mean all these teams are. Um <laughs> if they're if they're going offense, they're going receiver. Yeah. But Calvin Harmon doesn't really fit. The types, uh, the type of receiver I think they're looking for opposite to I Hilton right now, because uh, even though he is that bigger guy, he's also a, more of a downfield guy, and yeah. I think they're looking for more of a route running type guy uh, underneath. Um, yeah. I think they could go safety. They they need uh, someone opposite Malik Hooker. That. Ca- Absolutely. I think they need somebody who allows Malik Hooker to more play in that um, center fielder role purely because he's so much better doing just that than other things. Yeah. Uh, or I think they could go into your defensive line. Are they the team that bites on Jeffrey Simmons? Potentially. Um, because they do have guys right now who I don't think are long-term answers, but like Marcus Hunt they just brought back on a deal. Denico Autry looked quite good last year. Uh, they could also bite on Christian Wilkins or Charles. Uh, thank Many you. Um, or even Jerry <laughs> Tillery, even though I don't think his perfect fit is at three tech. This is a pick that. Yeah, it, it's tough. I know. And I, have, I recently really bought into the fit here. I think it's early-ish oh. for him, but the NFL seems to really admire him, and that's Mississippi State safety Jonathan Abram. I do think he's that Keanu Neal type of safety. Yeah. And I think this is the fit. This is the team where he can be just like one-on-one with tight ends. I, I like it. And yeah. he is that motherfucker. He's He might be the biggest asshole in the whole draft. I know. I, you got, you, I love it. I know. And like it's it just him and Hooker play off each other as well as you can. Like it's almost like yeah. – Cam and Earl, it's obviously not to that degree, but like Keanu (laughs) Neal got those that Cam type of talk, attitude talk, and Abrams kind of in that mold, and then obviously Hooker's that center field type. I feel like Abrams gonna get a bit overdrafted based on like how actually talented he is, but like he's a good football player, and like he he's almost. And we all thought Keanu Neal was overdrafted when it happened. Yeah. It's almost like he'll be a first-round pick, but he shouldn't be. But he'll be a good pick. You know what I mean? He's kind of he's kind of an enigma. An enigma. I like him though. I like I like Abram. All right, Oakland. I get to make the third pick, baby. Uh, so it was Farrell, Bush, and now we're here. Um, I guess I got to keep working that they got Antonio Brown. Uh, Josh Jacobs is still there. Hey, I did not put it past them. Honestly, Rashawn Gary's still there, and I almost want to do it. Like, what are you doing with him now? Are you kicking him inside know. to play with Mo Hurst? Because they took Arden Key in the third round. I feel like they're not giving up on him yeah, yet. I know, but they should. I mean, they shouldn't have drafted him in the first place. It just seems like they would do that and double down. Um, all right, let me keep looking. I think Jacobs would make sense. I think Gary would make fa- sense. Um I, it wouldn't shock me if they draft no offense here at all. It's a good point. I know it's That's not a really point. a need, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, all right, let, let's take Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I the think wrong that pick, is the... But Josh, uh, Josh, Josh Gruden. John Gruden's, John Gruden's still living in 1998. That feels so. very like the pick. It will be one of those picks in the 20s, I feel like, will be him if he's there. I know, yeah. Chargers. Uh, yeah, Chargers on the clock, and there might be more talented guys in some people's opinion left on the board, but maybe not in mine. Let me check. Yes, there's one guy above this guy left on the board. Um, some people aren't as in on this guy as we are. I fucking love this fit. The Chargers are going to take Jerry Tillery and laugh. 
Yeah, I agree. I love Jerry Tillery. We did our interior defensive line last week. I, I kind of love him, and he had a great combine too. And I mean, he's just perfect, I think, in, in this five tech role. Uh, he's versatile. He's athletic, like you said. Uh, he he can play with a lot of power and leverage, despite being six six. Um, yep. And yeah, I just again, I really love that fit. Uh, Imagine the Chiefs paired Noah pair, pair Fant with Travis Kelsey. <laughs> That would be the coolest thing ever. Just basically just play no offense as a slot. That'd be nuts. Um, I would look at that, but I mean, clearly they're not going to do that. They have too many holes. Um, this pick has to be defense. It has to be. Um, I mean, they're, they're moving to a 4-3. Yeah, and they're shopping D Ford now. They're shopping D Ford, which I'm like, oh, okay. See, it's That's like I get weird. that he's better fit for what they were doing before in Sutton's defense, but he's also the best pass rusher yeah. in defense on the like Chris Jones better, but on yeah. the edge by a significant margin. And now you're just not going to have any edges because you're cutting Justin Houston. And it's really weird because like, like to know Passanio and Breland speaks go back to the defensive <laughs> line probably and where they belong. It's true. But like, are they good? Probably no, not. Nobody's sure. So it's weird. I I, I think I got to take Rashawn Gary. I I don't love it the fit, but I mean like if he's out there and they need dudes with Chris Jones on that defensive line, no secondary guys really worth the pick. Yeah, I mean I mean one of those corners is probably gonna sneak in, but. I, th- I think I'm going to take Rashad. I Gary. think they just get them another player on the defense. Yeah, side I think they'd be looking at him just because he's the most upside edge available, yeah. and they need that. And yeah. um, otherwise, yeah, DeAndre Baker's probably the pick. Yeah, that seems like a guy they would like, but like he's not doing yeah. a whole lot of help for himself post combine. So no, stop the Gary's quote unquote slide. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Green Bay Packers back on the clock. Uh, they took TJ Hawkinson with that earlier pick. Um, they're a team who could use a, a safety. Um, they could use another Iowa tight end if they wanted. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, they they could go um, and get another five tech type dude. Mm-hmm. Again, like. I don't, are, would they be the team to bite on Jack Polite here? Because he's a great fit. But, like, with everything we've heard, I I don't know if they're the team that'd be willing to bite on him in the first round. Yeah. So, it to me, though, it's 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 him or it's um, Charles Amenahue. Mm, that's interesting. But I think it's a nice fit at 5-tech. I don't know what they think of Dean Lowry, though. Like, do they... They've got obviously the, like Kenny Clark's their nose. They got Mike Daniels and then Dean Lowry. Um, I, uh, to me, many whose length and upside as an athlete is going to be really interesting. And I don't know if they can pass that up. Yeah, I, I, I don't hate it. Like I, they're in a weird spot with this second. Because like Wilkins isn't a good fit. Nope. Like would they go and take Kelvin Harmon here? Potentially. Would they gamble on Simmons? I don't know if they're... Yeah, they don't... To me, I don't think... They're, they're trying to win now while Rodgers is alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Amenahu? You sold? No, but I'll do it. I'll do it, but I'm not sold. <laughs> even, though I, I, even though I love him, I just don't know that this is the direction they would go. Okay. I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Rams are on the clock, coming off the Super Bowl loss, of course. Um, Got to keep adding to that defense, right? I don't know. Let's get Noah Fant and just fuck it. Uh, I was thinking about it. Could you imagine? Because he's got, like, we know McVay's a tight end guy. I mean, he's never found his tight end. But no, no, I don't think they would. I I don't think they would either. And I don't know. They're in a weird spot. They are. Uh, like who? You, I think I kind of. I think this might be the spot for Polite. I know he's tanked himself. Dude, he's hey. He it, said they're the only team that wasn't mean to him. 
Exactly. That's what it kind of sounds like it. Maybe he's doing it on purpose. They they definitely need more help on the I edge, mean, right? Yeah, Polite, or they could go because they're going to lose Sue Wilkins. Yeah. Um. Um. Or potentially DeAndre Baker. Yeah, I mean, I like Fowler's that. walking to. I, I know me either. Um, Polite seems. I. Yeah, I love see my issue is I love Polite even though and then he like really hurt himself like I think he could have been a top ten player. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm gonna take him here. And, and the Rams have shown they're willing to deal with um, guys with big attitudes and yeah questions like I mean Marcus Peters for example. Yep. So, I mean, and now we let Noah Fant fall to the Patriots. Or do you? Or I mean, you, or did you Chase like, or is Jeffrey Simmons the guy? Because we've seen them wait. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or is Dexter Lawrence the guy just because they want to, like, prove it? Fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, we, you guys thought taking those tackles in the first was stupid? Watch us do it. Now we got Vince Wolf 2.0. Um, yeah. No, I think they'd be looking at Fant or Simmons because they – see, if Simmons didn't have the off-field stuff, I really think it would be him. Like, if it was just the 20 yeah. ACL. Yeah, me too. But because of the off-field stuff, I think it, it, it ends up being Noah Fant. They're happy. If Gronk comes back, Gronk can be the inline guy. Fant can um, be the move guy. If Gronk's gone, Fant can play inline. We've seen him do it. Um, yeah, so I think they're happy with him. I think, like, I think they're looking at this pairing as an old, their old pairing. Like yeah. 2.0 version of their. Correct. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I think they'd be quite happy with that. Me too. All right, that's going to do it for us here at Seven Rounds in Heaven. That went better than it could have. I know, it went smooth. I hate I hate my Packers second, with the Amenihue. I didn't love making that pick, but other than that, I was pretty I okay know. with everything I did, I think. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. You can follow Armchair at ACAllAmericans and at ArmchairNFL. Go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com and you can read my day one, two, three, and four combine winners and losers. There are losers, in fact. Um, any last words, AJ? They're all winners oh. to me. They're all winners to me. Okay. Sorry, Rob. I believe in them all and I'm proud of them for getting themselves to this position. But you know what they should do, Rob? What? Get off the mound. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.